Shady Pines Radio. I still love that she did that. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, this is this is Shrista Tyree. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, have her, have I her back it. on. Honestly, it, I don't know. Can we now that she's gone viral? We'll see. Oh yeah, then we'll go viral. TikTok, so <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the she photo gets... bomb TikTok. I don't know if you saw that. Oh one. yeah, that is. I follow crazy. her on That's like so all cool. platforms. So as you should. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, we're also doing things that I guess are worth following here on Everything and Nothing. Welcome to another fine episode. As always, I'm Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. I am Charlie. And today's special guest is Imani. What's up? Hello. Welcome. How are you guys? We're great. Yeah. I uh, I quit my job last week, so... <laughs> yeah, Chris is doing great. I quit, uh, I quit my job the... Like the day right before I started taking Adderall on a daily basis. <laughs> and so I have been very focused on doing absolutely nothing for a solid week. <laughs> and it's been great, honestly. What were you doing? doing? Yeah. But, uh, well, I was, oh, I can say all this shit now. I was yeah. working for Banfield Pet Hospital in, in their retentions department. So like people would call in and they'd be like, hey, I want to cancel my plan. And I'd be like, no, you don't. And they're like... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I do. And I'll explain, you know, a few reasons why they should probably just keep the plan based on what they've told me. And then if they still want to cancel, I go, okay, well then here's how much you owe me to cancel this plan. It doesn't sound like people treated you very nicely. No, (laughs) no. I mean, I have, um, what Charlie would describe as a, uh, uh, creepily effective customer service voice. Yeah, it's just really like it's it's just bland and soulless and just like <laughs> it is it is just shy of being chipper. Which and I, I understand like you have to kind of keep that attitude if you're gonna like get through a day of that. I I there's no way I could do one call, much less like you were there a year. Yeah. I was there more than two years. Oh. Yeah, customer service is... I mean, I still kind of work customer service. I work property management now. But before, I worked at a UPS store for five years. And I loved that job. I was like, that doesn't sound so bad. It doesn't sound so bad until the pandemic happened. And then people lost their mind with service workers and decided that UPS was holding their packages hostage or something. Like, my package hasn't arrived. I'm like, we're in a fucking global pandemic (laughs) No shit, your international package has not arrived. Like, we are trying. Promise. Stop, <laughs> stop ordering shit from China. Like, exactly. And like, actually, I have your package. I stole it. That's a good, <laughs> so you're right to yell at me. I stole your package. But you should yell at me, not UPS. They didn't do shit. I don't like you. <laughs> this is a personal vendetta. This was. Yes. Yeah, I, there, there's no way. I. I I don't like dealing with customers in the best of times during a pandemic. No way. Yeah. I mean, and everybody's stressed out. Everybody's been stressed out. That's, mm-hmm. I felt like the need to separate myself from society. Obviously we all kind of did quarantine and stuff, but then I just like, eh, I don't need to go back. Like <laughs> I can just stay up here. This yeah, is it's, fine. it's so hard for me to decide to do anything that is not working from home at this point. Yeah. Cause that was nice. I, uh, I was, like, doing, like, half-supervisory shit, like, doing the, the, like, callbacks for people who had complained on other agents' calls. They were like, mm-hmm. I would like to escalate. I'm the guy they escalated to. And, like, my my whole way of dealing with that was, okay, I'm going to power through the first two hours of my day off of my first big-ass bowl. And then just go. Because <laughs> I'm about to get yelled at for two hours straight, and I cannot be sober for this. And it was great. I wish I showed up to my my first job in property management high. I got like cussed out by some guy over water. Uh. Like he was, I don't think he's from Oregon <laughs> or from the Pacific Northwest at all. 
So he doesn't know that it's like everywhere? Yeah, he was just like, I poured the water in the cup and it's a little cloudy. I think you guys need to get someone to test the water. I will oh, not I pay see. rent until this water is tested. Uh, no, sir, you just have hard water. That's just what that is. I literally told him, I'm like, it's kind of, it's like that. It, yeah. It's, it's just kind of normal. <laughs> That's, sir, these are, these are the levels that are expected in your area. Yeah. Promise. You, I promise you, you can drink this. You can bathe in it. No one's gonna die. It's I, okay. I think it's delicious. <laughs> See, I was like, I, I I'm drinking delicious. it right now. <laughs> like, I don't know our our faucet. I always have to like let it run for five or six seconds mm. so that whatever's in the pipes, I guess, I, that it is settled. That could be the, the yeah yeah Plum, plumbing stuff scares me a little bit. Why? Well, I mean, okay, I work in like a hundred year old building. Uh, and I work in the basement, and all the pipes are above my head. <laughs> and when you get, when someone flushes the toilet upstairs, you can hear like this rush of water over you. I'm just like, ah. like <laughs> I have a specific spot where I'm like, I don't think I'll get splashed if that breaks. <laughs> <laughs> StickerNinja.com stickers can advertise your band, but how about your business, your event, or yourself? Sticker Ninja has a sticker to fit your need. Sticker business cards, bulk label stickers for your startup product, classic bumper stickers, and stickers in any shape or size for your art. Locally made, high-quality vinyl in full color, UV and water-resistant. You design it, they print it, you stick it to the man. And right now, if you use the code SPR10, you get 10% off your order with free domestic shipping. Sticker Ninja's got you covered, and using SPR10 gives you an even sweeter deal. Check out StickerNinja.com and use SPR10 today. Sticker Ninja! I'm Ed Melnick, host of Bound for Song. I'd like to invite you to join me every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., I'll be featuring selections from my traditional folk library, as well as some new releases from contemporary singer-songwriters. That's Bound for Song, every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., here on Shady Pines Radio. But don't think twice, it's all right. You're listening to ShadyPinesRadio.com. Here's the lineup for Thursday. Starting at 8 a.m., The High Life with The High and Low Lives. At 10 a.m., Everything and Nothing with Chris and Charlie. Empowerment Hour with ELE at 11 a.m. At noon, Blue Plate Special with DJ Burrow. From 2 to 4 p.m., Pet Door Show with Hannah Wordmuller. Inside the Fishbowl with DJ Fish and DJ Chip from 4 to 6 p.m. From 6 to 8 p.m., Rug Radio Hour with Anna Manhattan. Jangle Town Radio at 8 p.m., and from 9 to 11 p.m., Bridge City Passages with DJ Sog himself. No matter the day or time, you've picked the right time to listen in. Thanks for listening, and tell others. Shady Pines Radio. As you can tell, we have no direction on this thing. It's called Everything and Nothing for a Reason. Uh, what's going on with you today? What do you want to talk about? Um, I don't know, not much. Today, it's been okay. I slept in until like two. Hell yeah. yeah. And then I watched this show on Apple TV. I can't even remember the name. Like, by therapist the therapist next door or the shrink next door or something oh, like that okay. with will ferrell and paul red yeah it's good i mean i only watched the first episode so i'm like it's all right and then i came here i mean <laughs> you can't go wrong with paul rudd i, I do uh, i love paul rudd and i'm gonna say it controversial opinion maybe i will ferrell has some good m- movies and i like him there i said it <laughs> 
I agree. Okay. Some some people don't. Chris is not a huge Will Ferrell fan. Yeah, I don't super like his uh, character that he plays in most things. Yeah. The the loud guy. Yeah. <laughs> if I wanted to get yelled at, I'd just go visit my dad. So. <laughs> yeah, he has that loud guy character. He kind of has it like in this show as well. And it's usually like a, some a loud, form of very sad guy. <laughs> oh, okay. That will probably make it is a bit more incel-y. Yeah, yeah. I could see where that could potentially be a yeah. theme at some point. Uh, have you seen Stranger Than Fiction? I will say that was a good movie. I do like that movie a lot. I will also say that Elf and Bewitched are decent. I was going to wow. say Bewitched. Bewitched. Wow. I was going to wow. say that movie. I like that movie. I, I, it is very cute. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and I, I kind of grew up with Bewitched a little bit. It was on TV land. My dad would put it on. I, I like Bewitched. Yeah. So, yeah. Nostalgia. Now, controversial be like, I don't really like the Anchorman, which I don't really like the Anchorman. It's that's, I don't. That's kind of one of the ones that it's like you either love it or, or hate it, or I don't know. Maybe, I'm indifferent. I wouldn't say I hate it. Okay. It. Yeah, because I think there are some solid jokes, but it's a very quotable movie. I cannot deny that. Yeah. You know, this would go. I think Anchorman belongs nicely in this segment. Uh, that we brought up with A.C. O'Neill as well. That's that's a, that's a column of guy movies, I think. Uh, another one would be Snatch. You ever seen Snatch? Or Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking well, Barrels? Well, I mean, Anchorman is more Snatch like stupid before. comedy. I know, but it's still like when you talk to any kind of like bro guy, he's like, oh, have you seen Anchorman or Snatch or Fight Club? Like the, <laughs> all these, that's the favorite movies, you know? That's what if they had a if this was 2007 they had a DVD rack. <laughs> this is what's on the rack. It's cute that you think that they get rid of the DVD rack <laughs> after 2007. They still have that DVD rack cuz well, they spent that money. It's now a Blu-ray rack. No, the bottom half of it is a Blu-ray <laughs> yeah. rack. You don't think it's a guy that would like if you had a DVD and then you got a Blu-ray, you wouldn't replace it? I don't think he would buy the Blu-ray if he already had the DVD. Okay. This is not the kind of person that upgrades their life okay. by choice, is the way I'm imagining it. I may, I mean, somebody feel free to correct me in the comments, whatever. We're on all kinds of shit, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, yeah send us an email, everything at nothing2020 at hotmail.com. <laughs> we have all kinds of ways of getting hold of us, and not one of you ever fucking has. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. That's why, apparently that's why you're supposed to like build up the hype for your podcast and have a bunch of episodes to start with to like generate an audience. Yeah, that would have been a lot easier than what we've been doing. I'll give you that. <laughs> just posting episodes into the void, just throwing them out there. <laughs> so, did you have a podcast now? Or I do. You will, I, or? I have one episode out. Link in my bio on my Instagrams. Um, but it's called Rap Dumbass, and it's kind of a spinoff of Rap Genius. Okay, yeah. Um, but it's just comics reading rap lyrics out loud and interpreting them in okay. the context. <laughs> like, it's weird because like, me and TC did the song Blood on the Leaves by Kanye West, which um, samples the song Strange Fruits. Which is like a very powerful song about Billy Holiday. Yeah. yeah, Billy Holiday about racism in America and like black people hanging from trees. And Kanye uses it in a completely different way about a completely unrelated thing. Basically just about how women suck and they are <laughs> terrible and they use and abuse men. I'm like, this I don't know if you should use that sample this way. Great sample. Just not in this context. But it, if had we not read the lyrics out loud, I would have never even caught on to how fucked up it was for Kanye to use that sample that way. But it's cool. I, mean, I feel I mean, like my problem is that I do not know these lyrics. Well, it's still funny. Like, oh, yeah. Those songs that, like, um, well, like, we did Hot in Here by Nelly. Yeah. And, like, there was a, a lyric in the song 
that we could not figure out what it meant, but it was so funny to try. But he says, I got a hole in the basement. I'm just kidding like Jason, unless you're going to do it. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? What is this hole, a glo- like glory hole in the basement? But unless she's going to do it, what are you trying to say? I mean, I got to figure out who Jason is in yeah, this context. Yeah, we didn't know who Jason was in the context at all. We were like... Jason. That's, yeah, like, is this a Voorhees? Is Jason this Voorhees, Statham? Jason, yeah, Jason Statham, Jason Voorhees, Jason Kid, is it Kid Jason or Jason Kid? I don't remember. Jason from like the the movies. That's Voorhees. <laughs> Voorhees, yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking it had to be Jason from the movies. It's from 2000. Yeah. Or 2001 is when the song came out. So I'm like, it has to be something big and popular die hard came out you oh, know jason statham is not die hard that's Bruce nope Rose. that's they look yeah. the same kind of their faces are easily interchangeable in my brain i was gonna say do you think that i look like <laughs> jason statham and bruce willis because if so i can see what happened here <laughs> uh pitbull always has funny lyrics i was trying to look up some pitbull funny lyrics but Two Chains has funny rap lyrics all the time. Little Wayne does. I'm trying to figure out, like, with the people who I want on the podcast, what songs I think they would enjoy the right. most. And what I did for my first episode is I picked two, and then I had the guest pick one. Um, TC picked Blood on the Leaves, which is why I was like, whoa, that's crazy. But... um. I was telling my next guest, who's secret, my next guest, I was like, hey, do not pick something wordy. I don't want to read all the logs. It's not super wordy and that people probably have heard before. I don't want to do anything too discreet or like um, not mainstream, Obscure. underground. Yeah. Try to get clicks, asshole. I need to get <laughs> hashtags that work. Exactly. Don't be. <laughs> I don't want to hear any of this underground shit that you listen to. I want to hear mainstream Billboard Grammy nominees type shit. That way, when we talk shit about them, maybe they'll hear it. Exactly. (laughs) Drew Carey, be on the podcast. (laughs) To be fair, we say nothing but nice things about Drew Carey. I know. I love Drew Carey. Exactly. That's why we want him on the show. (laughs) Well, this started with the words talking shit. Now, I don't oh. want Drew Carey to think we were no, talking but I was shit about him. <laughs> if this is the podcast he hears. <laughs> if. <laughs> when. No. I love you, Drew Carey. Uh, honestly, yeah. Since episode three, we've been talking about yeah. Drew Carey. I love you, Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite. He's hilarious. I don't just... Did he do stand-up? I guess I didn't really yeah. pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, he did stand up early on, and then I think was he did like did he whose get, line is it? He did whose line, and then I think Price the Drew Carey right. show came before <laughs> that's whose what, line. That's okay. what I was wondering. Drew Carey show was where he got like known, and then from there he became the host of Whose Line, and then people were like, "Oh shit, we should just have you host things." Apparently, and that's just where his life is gone. And fucking give me that life. <laughs> I mean, The Price is Right is great. Yeah, 50th season going on. Wow. He's been on it forever. And I honestly barely remember the old guy. I do remember him. Bob Barker. I remember him because of Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And that's it. That's fair. Okay, so so Will Ferrell, controversial opinion, but okay, where do you guys stand on Adam Sandler movies? Because I liked Happy Gilmore. Ooh. Oh, see, this is my a hard favorite one. is Jack and Jill. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just looking at it. Yeah. Al Pacino is amazing. Ah, <laughs> uh, because I know I loved those growing up. Yeah, but I don't know that if I were to watch them now, that I would feel as good about those movies as I did then. Yeah, there's. I mean, obviously, some dated humor. I think. We were coming to understand that about people we liked is they are old and might not have uh, good opinions <laughs> because <Yeah>. they're old. <laughs> yeah. And that's unfortunate. 
Um, I mean, some of them learn, and some, that's nice. Some of them learn, for sure. And I think Adam Sandler's one that's kind of... If he had some questionable stuff, he's definitely toned it back recently, and it's kind of more kid-oriented comment- content anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he settled down after he hit, like, 30, and he was like, I just do family movies now. I mean, he did Uncut Gems. Oh, that, and that's true, too. I he, do need to watch that one. I haven't goes, seen it he yet, He kind either. of veers into the adult stuff that's... Uh, Apparently, it did really well. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, I still have yet, I I heard, yet to I, see it, so yeah, I have no idea. I heard a lot about it. <laughs> But like I heard guys, a lot both ways though. You guys, so remember, I was like, you guys remember Spanglish? That movie was another movie I was gonna mention. I've seen that so many times in Spanish class. So yeah. <laughs> my mom's a Spanish teacher, so I watched it a lot too. <laughs> I love that movie. It's it, very cute. It's yeah, it is very cute. Click was good. Click was good. I liked Click. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I only watched it once. I so didn't, I didn't love Click. No? Uh, but I, yeah, I think I only watched. I mean, it, it had some of his dumb humor in it, and that I feel like tainted it a little. But yeah. yeah, it was a nice movie. Fifty First Dates. I saw that recently, actually, during the pandemic. I, what you, I think it's cute. I I love Drew Barrymore. She yeah. can, she could do no wrong. Well, yeah, that's not that's not who we're debating right now. <laughs> I know, I know. But the all, mo- the movie, all of his know. movies with Jennifer Aniston, I think, are really good movies. Which ones did you? He Jen- did. That mystery thing, mystery island, not mystery island, the one that he had, murder mystery on Netflix. Oh, that's, and he okay, has yeah, the, yeah. the movie. Oh, actually, that's Drew Barrymore. I take that back. I was like, where they go to Africa. That's blended with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. And Terry Crews. It, it, that's a fairly cute movie. It's a cute movie. Whatever he has, either okay. Jennifer Aniston or... Um, no, hang on. I want to back up here. Did I just hear that you confused Terry Crews with Adam Sandler somehow? No, Terry Crews is in the... He's in the movie. The movie. Blended. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got them confused. Oh, it's my just God. Also in, well, those <laughs> are two very different <laughs> people. And I was like, hang on. Terry Crews is, is a super interesting guy, too. He yeah. is very interesting. I don't know if you heard about him like saying, oh, I don't bathe regularly. And I'm like... You're going to lose your Old Spice um, <laughs> sponsorship if you keep talking like this. No, 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 because it's, it's only enhancing that, right? Because now the commercial can be, I only, I only bathe once a week and nobody knows the difference. Right. Oh. Mm. But he's, he's always <laughs> in a towel when you see him. It, like he just got out of the shower. or is, But maybe he doesn't. He just wears a towel. And he's like, I only him. bathe myself for this commercial and I've never bathed <laughs> Ever again, unless I need to do a new commercial, because Old Spice works so well that no one can tell. Um, yeah, he had the thing about his porn addiction and how he over- overcame that, and that's that's wild. That's, I mean, that, I think it's actually good that someone's t- like kind of noticeable and talking about it. That's a probably much more widespread thing that people should talk about. But are you? Are you trying to open up here, Charlie? No. Is <laughs> it time for the mental health check-in? I'm not Terry Crews. Uh, but, no, I, th- I mean, he's an interesting guy. And he was, like, a, obviously a football player, but he's also a painter. and I didn't act- know that. Actor. Yeah, he has these amazing paintings of... The, basically, paintings... The paintings I've seen of him are paintings he painted of himself playing football. But... That's cool. <laughs> I think, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think Friday was one of his first movies ever. That he, oh, yeah. That Terry Crews ever did. Because he's dancing in Friday. That's right. He's not Debo. He's some. He's in one of the Friday movies. I was like, yeah, he's, he's not in the he's first not one. Debo. He's in, like, maybe the second Friday. Friday, the next Friday. <laughs> And there's Friday after, after next. next. There should be just last Friday. The Friday previous. <laughs> Three Fridays from now. Good Friday. The Easter episode. <laughs> or the Easter <laughs> episode. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm looking it up. I know. <laughs> but I didn't. I did bring my computer down here, so now I have to scroll through this on my phone. 
a decision that was made three hours ago. I know. <laughs> I'm still I'm still sticking with it. It's fine. Clearly. We're halfway through this. <laughs> Look, while Charlie's doing... Oh, and The Longest Yard. He was in The Longest Yard oh, with yes. Adam Sandler, of course. So they have... The Longest Yard. That's a good I movie. I forgot that movie. Yeah. Who? Guess who else is in that movie? Um, Chris, Chris Rock. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. That movie's a good movie. Uh, Friday after next season. But isn't I get the longest yard in Waterboy mixed I can see up? That. Yeah. Because they're both Adam Sandler, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, and they're both very football. different tones. The the longest yard is a if not a remake, then it's like an unofficial reboot sequel of of a, of yeah. a movie starring um uh what's his name. He's got the mustache. That's why I keep doing that. Uh, I was like, it's not Hitler. <laughs> it's not I know. Hitler. <laughs> I know. Uh, 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 Smokey and the Bandit, that guy. Burt Reynolds. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. And he's in Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. And they don't say he's playing the same character, but... Maybe. They don't say that he's not. <laughs> and this was 2009, right after Iron Man came out, so... Danger Zone... <laughs> Did it really come out in 2009? That's what the. Let me just drop this all over the place. We fixed all of our sound oh, no, you're <laughs> just so that we could hear you flop your phone around. You're right. It was 2005. I was misreading. <laughs> okay. I was just like, wow. Gosh, 2009? I, like, I don't remember trailers for that movie. I used to be obsessed with watching movie trailers. Oh, yeah. I still am. Yeah. That's why I go to the theater. I have to. Well, I used to like go on like these spirals. And I don't think Hulu does it anymore, but Hulu used to just have a trailers yeah. section. That's pretty cool. And you could just watch trailers. <laughs> and I would spend hours just watching like two minute trailers for movies. You're like, God damn it, now I have to go make a YouTube playlist. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, write them down. I'm like, okay, this movie, this movie. And then when I finally see the trailer, like, on actual TV or at a movie, I'm like, oh, I've seen that before. <laughs> just so I can be, like, have a little bit of clout, like, the hipster in me. That- it was just like, I, I knew, knew about, about it. it. Yes, I knew about it before. It was cool. Yeah. And then there's sometimes when you see a trailer and that movie never gets released, ever. And you're like, well, well what happened with that? What? How did they make why what why did they make a trailer for a movie that wasn't done? Well, it it's could, not that the movie wasn't done necessarily. It's just like maybe they did like a a test screening and it went terribly, and yeah. they're like, "Well, we're not going to release this anymore." They could just decide that it's more of a loss to release it to, than to release and try and recoup because it, it's so huh. bad. And it's like the choice is like we could steer into that and then make it like a funny ad campaign like come see this terrible movie kind of thing but that's I, I think the days of the cult movie are kind of behind us now yeah I haven't even I'm trying to think of like the most recent like cult movie that I may have seen like the last or the one of the most popular cult movies I would say is like Napoleon Dynamite it's yeah. 100% a cult movie yeah um Gosh, I can't even think of another, at least not comedy cult movie. Harold and Kumar? Yeah. That could, yeah. That could be a cult movie. It's like one of those movies where you, like, you just had to be there, or you just have to see it. Mean Girls is a cult movie, apparently. I mean, I think it is. It's just very popular. Yeah. When it first came out, I don't think it had that much of an acclaim. We're here with the real hijinks of Dirty Angel Entertainment, and he's here to tell us about his upcoming festival. Yes, you would be talking about the 6th Annual Northwest Black Comedy Festival taking place right here in beautiful Portland, Oregon, at two wonderful locations. That's right, two wonderful locations. That's the Alberta Abbey and Curious Comedy Club. That's four days of 11 showcases, two live podcasts, and over 60 black comedians from all over the U.S. right here. It'll be taking place February 17th through the 20th of next year. That's 17th through the 20th, February of 2022. Get your tickets now. Go find them. Go look up Dirty Angel Entertainment online. Uh, anywhere you can. They're there on Facebook, Instagram. They're, they're out there. Everywhere. 
They're like the truth. Hello, is this 220SP Radio? I was in a musical wasteland until I called 220SP Radio. Now I'm connected to a world of sonic diversity. If you need to shout out into the void, sing someone's praises, tell a joke, ask a question, celebrate your pleasure, request a song, or just want to sing your heart out, Shady Pines DJs are listening. Call now, 220-SP-RADIO. It's totally free as you are. So use your phone for what it's good for. That's 220-SP-RADIO. Call now. The Answer. Local Portland music with DJ Sag himself on Thursdays at 9 p.m. What is Bridge City Passages on Shady Pines Radio? Freak bitch keep staring at the Draco. Type that lava by my summer, make my days long. Fuck up a bitch nigga in my bed clothes. Ask a question, all my friends are fake hoes. Double on no triple six, your topic list. Or actually, I think it had already been released. Like, he showed up at the Oscars dressed as the dictator. Yeah. That was great. I mean, just, it's it's his best outfit. Yeah. It is. The yeah. Dictator's a great movie. Good luck. He did that movie about Israeli spies, uh, like, in the late 40s, early 50s or something like that. And it was based on, like, his actual, like, family's story. It was, like, someone he was related to. Really, really interesting. Kind of a more serious one. I would hope. <laughs> I think it's just called The Spy or something. Or Spies or something. It's all, there's a bunch of movies out. They're coming out called The Spy or Spies in Disguise or Spy. Oh, I heard I of Spy, spy in Disguise. Great... That's... I Spy with Eddie. Who is in that? Yeah, that's Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson. Yeah. Oh, yes. I forgot all about this movie. I always like repress any thought of Owen Wilson. So, I just... <laughs> what did Owen Wilson do to womankind? He talked. That's what it was. <laughs> no, shit, you not. That's Chelsea's answer too. What is going on? What do I not understand about oh, Owen wow. Wilson's voice? <laughs> I, I think there are specific times and places for Owen Wilson, and one of those is Life Aquatic, uh, and that's about it. <laughs> Wedding Crashers. Didn't like it. Zoolander. Definitely did not. Oh, okay. Like it is. Zoolander's is already a hard movie for me. Because it's like Night at the Roxbury on steroids <laughs> in fashion industry. Guy movies. What Guy is this? Movies. A building for ants. It's just, it's very quotable. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. That's, it is another quote. These are all like quotable movies we're talking about. Like Night of the Roxbury, and it's just because that's Emilio. the that's, yeah. <laughs> Tit his hat like this. Tropic Thunder is one of those too, where Tropic like I, I fucking hate is... that movie, but it is very quotable, and I cannot deny that. Yeah, I've never seen it. It is a funny, funny movie. It is so surprising how like it was so problematic, but we said nothing as a society. You're like it's funny, ha. <laughs> No and then years later, you're just like, oh, there was definitely Robert Downey Jr. in blackface the entire I love how the, the internet has had like a an argument for the last like four years. Yeah. About whether or not he needs to make an apology. And Robert Downey Jr.'s stance on it is just, fuck you. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just like, hey, it's our own fault. We didn't say anything when it happened. We can't just wait four years and be like... We went and we bought DVDs and shit. Like, yeah, so this is back when we bought country. DVDs. So, like, <laughs> we didn't have streaming services. If you watched that movie, you paid to watch that movie. Yeah. So it's on you at this point. Yeah. But it, I think as a society, we got what, he, what was happening. I don't think that it, the intention was to be racist, at least in the storyline. It wasn't. Right. Now, blackface is not a okay thing to do, but in that storyline, it was a joke. 
Yeah. And it was like saying something about blackface in general in that storyline. Still was weird. <laughs> but hey, he got away with it, so he <laughs> he's lucky. Still I mean, you get to make that choice. We don't. So <laughs> <laughs> I can say it. You can. Yeah, that's. <laughs> you heard it here for, first, folks. Racism is okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. We're it is not definitely going to be tagging Imani <laughs> in, the, in the episode here. You'll be able to follow her and tell her all the things you think. <laughs> That'd be the best engagement we ever got, though. <laughs> Everybody just coming in. Is Imani racist as fuck? Uh, no, she's a black girl. I She made the choice. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Argue with me. <laughs> uh, I follow a um, Twitch streamer a little bit, and uh, he said, well, this is kind of interesting, along the same lines of discussion, I guess. Uh, he used the word cracker, and there's a lot of Twitch people, and now you cannot type the word cracker in Twitch chat. They will ban you. And there's a lot of people, like, white kids. <laughs> this is not the same. Well, ex- that's <laughs> exactly his point, is people are yelling at him for being a racist. For, that's a, he's a, they're saying it's a racially charged term. And he's like, but it, I'm describing someone who has a whip, like a whip cracker. So... I'm still punching up. Tech. Like, it's not... And yeah. you're white. Like, it's So, anyway, it's, there's now a whole big thing going on. And, obviously, Twitch is acting up. And they're like, we're going to ban you if you use that word in the chat. Like... Yeah. This... I mean, I'm part of this generation of Gen Zs. But I feel like this Gen Zs... Just a little bit... Not sensitive... Because I don't want to gaslight my people, you know. But <laughs> canceling Eminem is not a thing. So we can't do that. I've heard that there's been wor- people in the works trying to say Eminem should be canceled for his lyrics. You know, abuse on women and all that other stuff. And I'm like, well, it's too late. It's been happening for yeah, 20 like, plus years. So It's like we, we say like. Oh, we're gonna cancel somebody. It's like they still have millions of dollars. They're not cancel. Canceling is not a real thing. It's you're, not real. You're talking about them. Like there's, it's the whole. Yeah, unless you can go in and delete who they are as a person from our society in some way. In which case, get rid of my student fucking loans. Please, uh, though. <laughs> I want my credit to be better. And that's Fuck. holding me back. Get rid of the goddamn credit system in the first place. What is it, 20 yes. years, 30 years old? I forget how old things are now. Gosh, I... You're 31, so... Yeah. Wait, how old is the credit system? Yeah. It's like the 70s or... Late 70s, early 80s? Is yeah. I can say my parents didn't experience credit. No. Were- that's why they got to buy a house. <laughs> the government's finessing me, guys. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I'm so pissed off about credit scores. You know what's really crazy? I was talking to this lady, and I was like, and she gets, like, social security benefits or whatever, and I was like, um, I mean, I hope that at some point in my life that that's still a thing, just in case. Like, I don't yeah. think that, like, when I grow up and I become the age where I could qualify for social security benefits, I would even get that at all, because I feel like... Who knows? There'd probably be a president who's like, eh, I don't think we need this anymore. Yeah. And just gets rid of it. Yeah. Fuck or they the start old to people. push the age up. And they're like, no, Again. when you reached 75, then you can get your social security. I'm like, most people die. Like the average American like life expectancy, I think, is like 73. I could be wrong. But I think that's the average for Americans. I'll look it up, but I think you're right. I think See, my plan isn't that far off from average anyway, then. Why is everybody get all up in arms about it? I figure at about 60, right? 60. At about 60, if I don't have anything, you know. 78. Oh, 78. So you can live three years off of Social Security benefits. Right. To qualify for them. For uh, comparison, United Kingdom, 81, and India, 69. Nice. Canada 82 so 
if I move, does that ensure my life gets canceled? Well, you know what it is. It's just access to healthcare. Yes, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> kind of crazy. How access that works. to healthcare and like clean food. I don't know. Yeah. I know in Europe there's a lot more food restrictions than we do have here in the United States. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, like interestingly, like in the U- in here in the U.S., we like bleach the coating off of eggs, so you have to refrigerate eggs and they go bad. In Europe, they don't remove that coating, but you can keep the eggs out longer, and they can just keep them on the counter. They don't go bad because they're coated with the. Shady Pines Radio, that cool, delicious internet sensation for your ears, is now available as a free app. Yes, the coy, diverse flavor of favorites like Inside the Fishbowl, Friends of Slop, Toasty Tunes, and Nocturnal Submissions, just yes. to name a few, can be enjoyed in app form Ooh. for both Apple and Android phones. Ooh. Go now to your Apple App Store or Google Play and look for Shady Pines Radio. And listen to Shady Pines Radio in an app. They're all brown and all different shapes and yeah. sizes. I'm like, this is interesting. I had never seen real eggs before from a chicken. I'm like, why is this one big and this one's small and then this one's... Because this chicken is not genetically modified to give you a perfect fucking egg. <laughs> it's big fat chickens. And they have to give them like specific protein food. So they'll generate eggs more. Mm-hmm. And, I only eat grass-fed. I'm just kidding. No, I don't eat eggs at all. But I think they just smell weird and taste funny. That I mean. That's... I mean, what else are you putting on them? It it doesn't matter. They smell yeah. weird and taste funny. Okay. I've had people try. They're like, I'm gonna make you like eggs. And then they make it however they make it. I don't know. And then I'm like, I'm still the same. Tastes like eggs. Smells like eggs. So No amount of cheese, spices, or ham can fix this. I think it's like also a texture thing. But I do remember my first time ever eating eggs. And it did. I think it has a lot to do with how much I hate eggs. Well. And it was on a plane. And they were in like a plastic bag, no, and I'm remember sorry. I had to open the bag and plop this orange no. rubbery. That's not an egg. Thing. Well, it ruined eggs for me well. forever. Uh, okay, have you seen? Have you? I've, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but have you ever seen the Roly? You, if you as an, a person who doesn't like eggs, you're gonna love this thing. <laughs> the Roly. And by love it, I mean you're absolutely gonna hate it. Uh, it's a device. It's like a. It looks like a, a small blender or like a protein shake or something. You crack two eggs into it, and then you turn it on, and it creates a tube of scrambled eggs. Oh yeah. And then like poops it out, so you could put it in a burrito. <laughs> it's horrifying. That's. I blocked this one out. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had forgotten entirely that this existed until now, which is unfortunate because I like eggs and this would be a useful thing for me. Yeah, and they, like, they have recipes where you put like cheese and mushroom and whatever else you want in your eggs. So it makes a little omelet. So it's, it, the whole idea is kind of nifty, but... For people that aren't Imani. Yeah, yeah, but it's also, you know, it's an acidine on TV product. It's not like brilliant. It really looks like it's shitting out eggs. <laughs> But, like, against gravity. Yes. Yeah. Why wouldn't... I mean, I guess, like, for space saving, it's upright. Why wouldn't it be sideways? Here we go. Breakfast ready. Here we go. Plop. Yeah. Not for me. Um. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna hard pivot here. I'm gonna be honest. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Amani, how'd you get into comedy? Um, I have an interesting story oh wow um i wasn't even really thinking about comedy at all like it was never something that popped into my mind until i started dating this rapper and he this is not how i thought that sentence was gonna end <laughs> he was he was a rapper so he did rap music and stuff and he was um traveling from like chicago to la and all this stuff and he was like um at the time, I was really into social media. I still really like social media, social media, but I was like 
way more of like a train wreck on social <laughs> media. I'd post videos of myself drunk, high, just talking, just being weird and goofy. And he's like, you should do stand up. And that was the first time I ever heard of that as something that maybe I you should do. do. Like I could do. Yeah. Like I knew about stand up comedy. I just never thought about myself in stand up. Right. So I waited till we stopped seeing each other. <laughs> And then I was like, well, I'm going to start going to open mics. And I think for like four months, I just went to open mics. I didn't go up on stage ever. I just started going to them just to like watch. And then I finally decided to do it. And it went well, but I was still a bit of a coward. And so I kind of just like did it every once in a while. How long did was your was your first time on stage? September of 2019. Okay. And then I think I didn't do anything end of November. I had like a really bad roommate situation. So I ended up having to move. And um, it was with my mom. And so I lived with my mom for like a month and a half. And I was like, I'm not doing comedy. And we're done. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not doing comedy while I live with my mom on the floor in the living room. Like (laughs) I didn't even have a bedroom to go back to. And I wasn't sleeping on the couch because... Because she was very uncomfortable at her house. So I just laid on the floor in the living room with one of those mattress toppers. I was laying on one of those. <laughs> so for a whole month, I did that, which was really fun and <laughs> so great. Um, loved it so much. Living out of boxes. Um, and then I moved to Southeast Portland in like February of 2020. And I was so excited because I was like, oh, Helium's over here. Um, they have fun house over here like all of the open mics that i knew of were always in that area like even the liquor store and so i was like really looking forward to it i started going like twice a week to mics in february and then march hit and it was over (laughs) yeah and i still was really shy too i didn't really talk to anybody that's why a lot of people are like i didn't remember you prior and i was like yeah because i didn't say anything to you so you probably would have remembered me if I talked to you, but I didn't. I would perform and leave and then perform and leave and go back home and get high or something <laughs> like yeah. by myself. And yeah. And then I got back into it this year. Um, I went to Zane's mic at Big Legrowski. That's where I first originally came back to comedy. And then... I went to the garages out in Beaverton yeah. and I saw Lance Edwards, who I was like a fan of like way before like, as I was first watching people. Yeah. He was somebody I was watching and I was like, oh my God, I see him and he talked to me and he's like, are you a comic? And I was like, yes, I am. And he's like, are you performing? Are you doing anything? And I was like, no, I am not. And he's like, he got in his hands and knees and he was like, please get back into comedy. And I was like, okay. And then he suggested I go to Hijinks and Courtney's yep. East Side. And I went that following, I want to say the very next day, because this was like March. I went the next day, and I didn't get up, because they just did not have me up. Hijinks walked up to me, and he was like, I want to, I want to wrap this up so you're not getting on the list. I was like, okay. And then... I was fine about it, but the next day, like next week, I come back. Um, Hijinks gets me on the list, and he's like, This girl, she almost threw a fit when I said she <laughs> couldn't come up here yesterday. And I was like, No, I did not. I didn't do any of that. But I went up on stage, I did my jokes, it went really well. And literally that day, I got booked for yep. the show. The ladies run this. And I, I don't think it was the one. It was that week. It might have been the following week. But after that, I got booked for that show. I got booked for one of Faya's shows. And then the competition happened. Like, everything started happening so quickly where I was just, like, opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is insane. But I during 2020, I actually took the time to still focus on comedy because I lost my job. And I was like, this was something I was... I moved to Southeast Portland to do anyway. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to at least try to make the most of this 
in a comedic sense. So I took classes um, through Funhouse. I took their intro to comedy class. Um, and I took two online Zoom improv classes. <laughs> Don't suggest doing that. No. <laughs> it was not fun. <laughs> improv on Zoom. <laughs> It wasn't that great. Although comedy on Zoom was fun for me because of my obsession with social media and talking to myself. I was totally fine <laughs> with talking to myself right. when a bunch of people had their um, things on mute. Like, I, it was so easy for me to just, like... Because I'm so used to no one laughing anyway. So, <laughs> I'm like... It was fun. I know I'm funny. So, I'll, I'll just talk to a bunch of people I'm looking at as they... Some of them smile. Or some people even had their their camera off i'm like oh my god <laughs> the only person who i could hear actually hunter donaldson taught the class and um oh yeah kip i can't remember her um last name but her first name is kip but yeah she also taught the class and they would keep theirs um their mics on and everybody else had to keep theirs so off. So I could hear, hear them. Laughter. So if I made them laugh, I was like, okay, I think I'm doing okay. I'm doing this. Yeah. It was a fun fun class. I liked it a lot. Um, and I think it, it helped a little bit with comedy. It gave me some insight and learned how to write a joke. I really do wish that it was in person, though, because I think there's like that. Oh, how to grab the microphone or what to do with your body. That was something that I had to learn on my own, which is fine. Like, Yeah, I still don't think I know <laughs> I what to do with my body when I'm on stage. So, Yeah, I'm still learning like the heckler thing. No one tells you how to handle that until you are kind of thrown into it. And you're like, okay, now I have to address this person who's talking to me. I, For me, I started comedy kind of weird. Um there was no comedy open mic in Fairbanks. So what there was is a music open mic at the Marlin. And I just started showing up to that every Wednesday for six months. Uh, and it did not go well at all because I knew nothing. Um, and after like six months, the guy running the mic came up to me, a man named Ukulele Russ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he goes, hey, can you do me, like, a huge favor? And I'm like, yeah, what's that? And he's like, can you write the word comedian after your name so that I can try and, like, get this audience on your side a little bit before you try and fight them? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it helped a lot. And uh, I don't know. I think because of those beginnings, like, the Marlin was definitely not a place that was where security was going to stop a heckler. You know, mm -hmm. you, you had to, you had to learn to fend for yourself up there. And so I've been waiting while I've been here for anybody to try to heckle me so that I can just be mean to a human being into a microphone. Look, I haven't fought anybody physically in like six years, Charlie. This is the one thing I get to have now. <laughs> but people in Portland are too polite and they people won't heckle. People don't really heckle me. I'll see them heckle other people, but then for when I get up get up on stage, they tend to be silent, which I like. Well, I, you do I don't specifically wanna... tell most audiences that you will fight them at some point in your set. Sometimes there's <laughs> certain sets I have where I'm like, I do know how to fight. Just in case you were wondering, yeah. <laughs> if you want to continue talking. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, someone was heckling yesterday at a show and they weren't heckling me at all, but they were heckling the, um, the host in the comic before me. And I was getting annoyed by it because I'm like, look, they're trying to tell their jokes. They're not right. talking to you. Shut up. Like stop talking to them. And it was like almost as if she wanted to write their jokes better for them. And I'm like, <laughs> no, like shut up. And I couldn't see her cause I'm sitting in the back and like everyone's right. in front of me. Um, but I wish they would have pointed at her. But when I went up on stage, she did not heckle me at all. But I feel like I still needed to address it. I was like, you guys have been such a great audience, except for whoever that <laughs> woman was who decided that she needed to talk during the other two people's set. You suck. And everyone laughed, which was great. But I was just like, 
I don't even know who it was. So I was just looking around the room like, whoever it is, you know who you are. I don't know who you are, but you do. Right. None of you look ashamed right now outwardly, I so I don't know who it is. <laughs> exactly. But- Everyone's just smiling, and I'm like, is she still here? <laughs> I don't know. One of you is a goddamn sociopath. That's what I'm learning right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I almost like, um, I was very distracted during my set yesterday, too. Not only because like I was anticipating being heckled by this person who was heckling everyone else but before i went um or as i was on stage the like wait staff kept coming to like the tables in the front like while i'm talking and talking to them so loudly like (laughs) do you want to close out or you want to do drink or whatever and i'm like oh my god like in my head like i can hear you in my microphone like you are talking so loud but I wouldn't want to call them out and be like, hey, shut up, I'm talking. Because the wait staff, I would be like, they have every right to yell at me back. Right, you're, yeah. you're doing yeah. your job, and I'm in the place where you do your job. Exactly. It's, harder to, it's harder to argue that. You're hosting me, so I guess that's fine. Yeah, okay. I was like, I'll let you guys talk. But everybody else... <laughs> Watch it. Yeah, I had one person actually... Um, heckle me to the point where I think she might have wanted to fight me. Like, that's how, like, she she was very drunk, and this was at, like, Peach's Mitza, so it's just, like, a regular pizza place. And um, I'm hosting, and it was my second time ever hosting, and there's this girl standing off to the side of me. She's not even sitting down. She's just standing with her boyfriend, and every single time anybody would perform or say anything she's like ha that's so funny that happens to me oh my <laughs> god and then she's like oh i didn't i didn't do that i didn't know that like she was just talking like as if she's watching tv which is fine cuz i know people who don't go to shows often they treat open mics like they're just sitting at home talking to the television which is so strange cuz i don't talk to my tv so i don't know oh i do uh, Unless it's like a sports game or something, maybe I'll talk to the t- uh, to the TV. But she was just talking so much, and um, I was up talking, like introducing like the next comedian or whatever, and she starts just talking to me. She's like, "You're so funny. You're so beautiful." And at first, compliments. I was like, "Yes, I like those. That's fine." Great. <laughs> Keep going. And I'm like, I think I start to tell a joke, and then she just starts talking, like just interrupting the joke like disagreeing with the joke and i was just like hey i don't want to talk to you and then i just keep going (laughs) on my joke and she just like keeps going and i'm like look i hate you right i do think however we've reached the point in the day yeah where we do just kind of want to know where we can find you on the onlines oh perfect um i have instagram it's Imani Danae underscore. That's my like my professional comedy Instagram. I also have my troll Instagram <laughs> underscore weird ho. Not weirdo, but weird ho. Um, and then Imani Danae on Facebook. Weird ho on Twitter. I don't really use Snapchat, but it's um dot I don't know, bro. Um, and <laughs> yeah. Those are my social media. And my phone number is... I'm just kidding. Uh, Do you have uh, shows coming up you want people to know about? Oh, Uh, I have Minority Retort this weekend on the 18th. I'm really excited about that. Okay. Um, It's going to be in Salem at the new Infinity Room. Um, It's the first show at Infinity Room, actually. Okay. Yeah. But technically, I guess it's not open to the public until Christmas no, New Year's Eve. Okay. Not Christmas Eve. New Year's Eve. Because there's a New Year's Eve show happening there. Very right. cool. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you can follow Everything and Nothing on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And we have a Patreon, like we mentioned. Hit us up on our email, everythingandnothing2020 at hotmail.com. Hey, we have merch now for, for real. Uh, everything hyphen and hyphen nothing dot my spreadshirt dot com uh, links in the bio and stuff of course um, check it out buy some shirts should have some new stuff coming soon I think here's hoping we really need more idea than just the sarcastically calling ourselves very professional hey we, <laughs> we are 
sarcastic. <laughs> uh, and of course, you can always find us every Thursday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. That's right. Uh, thank you so much Shady for coming Pines on. Pines Radio. Uh, thank you for doing this with me. Of course. And thank you for listening. Fuck off, everybody. <laughs>